Welcome back to the channel, everybody. My name's Artie with CoinCasso, and in this episode, we're gonna talk about why Bitcoin dropped 8% in the last 24 hours. We're also gonna go over the top cryptocurrency prices, as well as cover some of the top news articles written in the last 24 hours. Welcome back, everybody. So glad to have you here. And if you're new here, don't forget to subscribe down below and tick that notification bell to get notified every time we upload a new video. So we got a really good response from the new format of the video. So from now on, the price, the analysis, and the news is all gonna be in one video. So basically, this channel is gonna be your one-stop shop for all crypto updates every single day. Let's not waste any more time, jump right into these prices. Bitcoin is currently at $9,502, down 5.6% from yesterday. Ethereum down 4.3% at $236.29. EOS down a whopping 5.8% at $2.65. And Litecoin down 5.4% at $45.82. Basically everything across the board tanked at the exact same time. Let's jump into TradingView and check out Bitcoin and see exactly what it did in the last day and look at the trend lines to see where it's going in the future. So as you can see here from yesterday, it was sitting above $10,000 for quite some time with its previous peak yesterday at about 10,480. Then at about 245 UTC, we saw this massive drop taking it from $10,132 all the way down to $9,298. Now we're looking at a five minute chart here so you can see that this one huge candlestick happened within a five minute time frame. It did immediately bounce back up, recovering about 25% of its loss and has been trading sideways at about that $9,500 mark ever since. Now I know this type of fluctuation is concerning for a lot of people because they see the market shoot up and then sell off like crazy, causing people to lose a lot of money. Thus is the volatility of cryptocurrencies. Now let's take it out to the one day chart and see exactly what these trend lines are doing, focusing on yesterday's video, showing you these key resistance and support levels. Okay, so if you remember from yesterday's video, I talked about this huge downwards trend that we've been having, and recently we broke out of that at around May 6th which indicated a new bullish trend. As you can see here, we hit the bottom and are on our way up. Now, if you look closely, this green candlestick was at yesterday's surge up to 10,400, subsequently dropping back down to 9,200. But keep in mind, this is exactly what I said yesterday. As long as we don't break out of this ascending channel, we won't be using this line as a key resistance level. So like I said, our downside is 9,200, but our ceiling is towards 11,700. Let's just hope it doesn't break through this lower part of the channel because if it does, we will see this $8,500 mark get hit. Now, if we take it to the four hour chart, you can see we were barely, barely touching this lower support part of the channel. We did recently get very, very close, but as long as we stay above this line, we should be in the clear and start growing slowly over the next few weeks. Again, keep in mind, if you are investing, be aware of this lower channel because if it does hit this, this is gonna be the primary support level. So if you're looking to get in the market and it does go down, keep an eye on this support level. This is gonna be a good indicator of hitting bottom. 
Now let's jump into CoinMarketCap really quick to see the volume traded in the last 24 hours. You can see here $34.7 billion worth of Bitcoin was traded in the last 24 hours. And again, it's down 5.9%. So Bitcoin is still within a reasonable range of its upwards trend, but it is playing with that bottom lower level. Fingers crossed, we keep going up and we break and hold that $10,000 threshold for quite some time because that is a big psychological level in the market. And I think within the next few weeks, months, and years, these prices right now will be laughable. Now let's jump into three quick news articles to see what's going around in the industry. This first article is titled, Traders Whack the Beehive as Bitcoin Surges Then Plunges. Tuesday, Bitcoin's price whipsaw can be partially explained by large traders looking to deleverage in the derivatives market. Bitcoin was changing hands at around 9,500 as of 8 o'clock UTC, slipping less than 1% over the previous 24 hours. A sudden rally to 10,000 late Monday boosted bullish sentiment as short sellers were squeezed on derivatives exchanges like BitMEX. Bitcoin was trading as high as 10,400. However, the market lost steam and Bitcoin was then confined to a tight $10,000, $10,100 range for about 12 hours. And then about two o'clock UTC Tuesday, it suffered a drop of 8% or $800 in less than five minutes. So we have confirmation from yesterday's video. It was not the riots. It was not Donald Trump announcing that he's going to mobilize the military to take care of the riots. It was big buyers getting into the market and then the drop drop off, I think, was because of the derivatives market, where we saw liquidation of over $130 million worth of positions going short. So the second article of the day was actually basically a repeat of the previous article. A lot of people like to write the same articles over and over and over again. So we're going to jump to the third article, which is kind of interesting, because if you're familiar with the situation happening in Venezuela, and the fact that government corruption caused the Venezuelan currency to massively, massively hyperinflate. I've done a whole video on that. So watch this video here. But basically, the situation got so bad that hundreds of thousands of their currency was basically worth nothing. You could buy a loaf of bread with 100,000 of their currency. And because the population of Venezuela no longer trusted their government, no longer had confidence in their own currency, many people in the country actually went to cryptocurrencies because they're more stable than their actual fiat currency. But the government corruption didn't stop there. They started using the cryptocurrencies for money laundering and for the narcotics trade. This last article is titled, U.S. Offers $5 Million Bounty for Arrest of Venezuela's Crypto Chief. The head of Venezuela's cryptocurrency initiative, the Petro, is wanted by the U.S. government on charges of corruption and links to the narcotics trade. Immigration and Customs Enforcement added Joselit Ramirez Camacho to its most wanted list on Monday accusing him of a number of violations related to the international commerce and his alleged involvement in the international drugs trafficking scene. Ramirez Camacho is a public official and serves as the superintendent for Venezuela's Petro Initiative, a cryptocurrency supposedly backed by the country's oil and mineral reserves. The superintendent is wanted by the ICE's Homeland Security Investigation arm for violating the International Emergency Economics Power Act and the Kingpin Act, and for breaking a series of sanctions imposed by the Treasury Department. The ICE is offering up to $5 million for any information that leads to his arrest and conviction. Ramirez Camacho is accused of having deep political, social, and economic ties to multiple alleged narcotics kingpins, including Tarek El Asami, a former vice president of Venezuela who was also wanted by the ICE on charges of money laundering and the alleged role in the international narcotics trafficking. This is exactly why we need cryptocurrencies. We put so much faith and 
trust into our government, and we expect them to take care of everything. But when corruption is embedded so deep in the government, lying to their population and making the economy collapse entirely, causing hyperinflation to the point where the country can't function, this is just appalling to me. Now, I'm not saying that a global cryptocurrency, a currency used by every single country across the entire world, would be a good idea. But for countries that see this developing, they see the trend of government corruption and hyperinflation happening, what they can do is trade their actual currency before it gets hyperinflated to a cryptocurrency to maintain its value and hold it while they go through the turmoil. Because cryptocurrencies are decentralized, it can be used by anyone. Anyone with an internet connection can trade, buy, and sell, and transfer cryptocurrencies across all borders. I'd love to know your guys' opinion. What do you think about fiat currencies versus cryptocurrencies? Which ones do you think are more stable? And do you think that these fiat currencies are going to start getting digitized like the US has planned for their digital dollar? If you guys enjoyed this video, definitely smash the thumbs up button. We're trying to get 500 likes on this video. Don't forget to join us again tomorrow so that you can stay updated on everything going around in the cryptocurrency world. Thank you so much for watching and we'll see you tomorrow.